The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hour number two here of Fantasy Sports Today. Time to mix in a little fantasy football with your fantasy baseball. Joe Pizzapia joins us shortly. Some updates on things going on in the field in training camp as Fantasy Sports Today. Hour number two starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Yelich is uh, on pace, I guess, at this point to win back-to-back MVPs. I, I don't know that that's a foregone conclusion at this point. Bellinger has a little bit of a greater war, which is going to be interesting. Yelich, 39 home runs. Bellinger, 37. The war a little bit higher for Bellinger. And this could be the first time ever that the postseason, when we give out awards, that war is going to factor majorly into this. Because if Bellinger doesn't win the MVP and has a higher war then that song uh, from the 70s, War, What Is It Good For, really applies, honestly. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Bish here with you. And we're here until 2 o'clock on the East. And if you want to hit us up here on the show, 844-843-6879, 844-843-6879. Welcome into hour number two. Thanks again to Joe Frasaro for joining us uh, on hour number one. If you want to hear more baseball discussion, Go back and listen to that. By the way, just a quick update here, even though it is fantasy uh, football time here on our show. uh, Tim Beckham, who is on the Seattle Mariners, has been suspended 80 games without pay after testing positive for performance-enhancing substance. Beckham, of course, uh, had a really good start to the season and um, at this point is not going to be playing this year and probably not going to be playing a lot of next year, but that's a big story in baseball because even though he's not a great player, he has 15 home runs this year. He plays the infield, so certainly uh, a guy with multi-eligible positions, and now the Mariners are just going to have to figure out how to go on with uh, life without him. So 80-game suspension that will cover all of August and September of this year, and it will cover April of 2020 as well. Tim Beckham suspended 80 games by Major League Baseball. Okay. Now back to some football discussion here. This is just so frustrating for me to see these stories. I've been doing fantasy shows in radio, satellite radio, television for probably 20 years. And 
I understand there's more of a push to talk about football and do football earlier in the summer than there is at this point, which I think is now the fair point to start. But how in the world, honestly, can anybody quantify doing a fantasy football draft in June or July? Honestly, like how can you do it? You have two of the top 15 picks in fantasy football threatening to sit out the season. And you drafted one of them in a league in July for any kind of money. Was there skill involved in that? It's luck. And it is, I mean, I'm playing in a dynasty league where it's a, a hefty price. I don't know, 250 or $500 a year. Is that a hefty price? I don't think so at this stage. But the main goal that I had at the end of last year when I started off poorly was to get draft picks and essentially ride for 2020. And so definitely part of this is personal, but I have Ezekiel Elliott and David Johnson. Like, I have the best one-two running back combo in this entire league, and and now I may not have Ezekiel Elliott this season? And you're telling me that it's a good idea to do a draft in July and take Elliott with your third pick and not have him for the whole year? And throw $500 down or $1,000 on this? I understand that there are late signings in baseball, and certainly the country is not nearly as engaged in baseball as they are football. But how can anybody outside of doing an advertisement for their company and trying to make money for their company, and again, I appreciate the hustle, but how can you sit here and say that that you need to prepare for your fantasy football draft in July? How? By not knowing two of the best players in the game, where they're going to be or if they're going to be playing, you cannot tell me that. I won't buy it. What you're selling, I'm not buying. And we still, by the way, may not know the answer to Gordon and Zeke in three weeks, but at least I'll have a better shot at figuring that out than I do now. How did the Le'Veon Bell owner feel all of last year? Like, don't you feel a little screwed? Like, this was a bad idea to do my draft on July 26th or 28th or August 1st? I've advocated this for a long time. The brushback that I get back is that the ADPs aren't really recognized in fantasy football until later in the uh, summer, and so therefore you can take advantage of players who aren't that familiar in an NFBC format in June and July, and I get that. But conversely speaking, you could have Melvin Gordon too. There's just no reason for it. I've, I've, I'm now convinced. And, yes, yeah, some of it's personal. I own Elliott, and I may have a zero, and that is going to cost me the league. That's going to cost me a lot of money. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely personal for me. But I'm sorry that in any kind of fantasy format, if two of the top 15 players are uncertain to play the entire season and you have to draft not knowing, something is wrong with your fantasy draft. And if there's nothing wrong with fantasy football, it still remains supremely popular. But should this be our topic of conversation for the next month? Guys who we don't know if they're going to play or not, taking a chance on a player who may not play? It's, uh, it's not where I want to be in August, that's for sure. Coming up next, we'll talk more uh, fantasy football here on FNTSY. I got some updates from around the league. Fitzpatrick, Crabtree, Tom Brady, don't go away. 
Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you until 2 o'clock full-time fantasy. We'll take over at that point. Uh, Sean, what are you on today? What are you on uh, Fantasy Sports Network? Today at 4, is that right? 4 5 6 7 okay we'll talk to Sean here in a minute a lot going on in the pit uh let's uh let's get back to the fantasy discussion and uh and talk about some things going on in football today Tom Brady got a contract extension that's bad news for the rest of the league that's actually my keeper <laughs> one of my keepers in fantasy to do uh I signed in my contract league Tom Brady to a 2 year contract last year 
thinking that this year would be the last year. And I was wrong. I uh, I signed him to a two-year deal. I'm going to need a new quarterback next year, but that's fine. I got Garoppolo. I, got, I have Jameis Winston. I have a plethora of quarterbacks in that league. But, yeah, uh, Tom Brady's going to play now at least until, I would think, 2021, it looks like. So I should have signed him to a four-year contract because he's, the dude's going to throw another 30 touchdown passes this year for sure. Uh, by the way, a player that's been being talked about a lot in New England, and again, New England fantasy players are never players you could play every week because you got to guess. I guess James White you could probably play every week, but you you got to kind of guess Edelman. who's going to do what. Yeah, Edelman, yeah, that's fair. Uh, Jacoby Myers, never heard of him until uh, a week ago. That's a law firm. <laughs> Jacoby Myers and, and Stein. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, he's a name that needs to be picked up, I guess, in, in some deeper leagues. are talking about how great he's looked and you know, he'll probably get cut right before the season starts. But anyway, just a player to keep an eye on, Jacoby Myers. Everyone's saying that Brady has found a connection there. And again, like like historically speaking with the Patriots in the past, Jacoby Myers week one, he could go three for 80 and two touchdowns and then not play the rest of the year. Did that's, you see that report part. that Tom Brady's selling his Boston home for $39.5 million? Yeah, but where's he headed? Well, well he's he, he's married to Giselle. They got plenty of money. But where correct. where is he headed? L.A. Well, well, either New York. Well, they said New Jersey. He's looking in New Jersey and Connecticut for, for possible houses. Oh. And there's you speculation out there. No, there's speculation. This might be his last year. But he just got he just did an extension though. Well, it voids though on the last day of the calendar year for the NFL, and that's in March. So he's a free agent in March. Ah, uh, I see. So this basically, if he declines this year, they could cut him free and not owe him anything, the Patriots. So that's kind of... I don't think that would ever happen. People are reading into it, though, that this could be his last year. If he wishes to hang it up as well. He so. could go out on top. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean that, if he wanted to go out on no top, doubt. he would have retired, right, last that's year? That's true. He would have retired last year. Yeah. 20 years, though, it's kind of like a... It, it's a round number. Maybe this is it for him. I don't know. Maybe. So. Maybe. 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 I hope so. so. Maybe so. I hope so. Well, he, well, it's yeah. I mean, what, who are you a fan of in the NFL? Do you have Buffalo Bills? Oh, that's Buffalo. right. I think you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah so that's why I uh, hope he retires after this year. Yeah, eventually that'll open it up. Yeah, the Dolphins always. Uh, Dolphins always talk. But Bill about Belichick's still there, so I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? Hmm. All right. Well, either way, another year for sure of Brady. Probably two. I don't know if I would say this is the end this year, but we'll we'll. Uh, We'll see. Uh, your your show today. What's what's going on in your show today? Give yourself a little preview. Uh, Bears preview. Uh, John Moon Mullins going to join me from NBC Chicago, and uh, we'll preview the Bears. Anthony Miller, that's my guy. Yeah, we'll see what's going on with Mitchell Trubisky and what have you. It's it's. Uh, I did the Vikings yesterday, and I'm high now on the Vikings after talking them up with Greg Coleman. You're high. You are, high. <laughs> you are Nine high. Non-win total. They're going over that. Come on. It's Kirk Cousins is in there. You know so what's what? It's, look at the eventually weapons around Eventually it goes Kirk. raw. Yeah. Of course, but eventually it goes bad. I don't know about it's that. Like every, Stefanski's the OC I picked now. them to win the the Super Bowl last year. How'd that work well, out? Well, it's all right. Pick them this year. You might be uh, look no, like a genius. Not doing it. Mm-mm. Nope. The defense gets is loaded. The, playoffs, the offense is loaded. Game. Offensive line should be better with... Uh, the center from NC State that they drafted in the first round, Bradbury. Everyone is saying that yeah, last year was the offensive line was the problem, right? Yep. That, that's what everyone was saying. That's yeah. why they drafted a center first round. Yeah, they got uh, 
great guys on the outside. Yep. yep. Great tight end. Great defense. But quarterback, man. That's the, always the key. Like, Cousins is awful. Come on, you can win with Cousins. No, but he always makes these big mistakes, yeah. man. A little Tony Romo in him. Yeah, I guess. A lot. A lot of Tony <laughs> Romo in him. All right, uh, what else happened? Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is starting the first preseason game, so that's not a huge surprise. I don't think that it'll matter. No one's owning either of those two quarterbacks this year. Okay, Michael Crabtree, what happened here? So he did not sign with Arizona, so that's good for me because I have Isabella. I was not looking forward to seeing that happening. How does Michael Crabtree not just take a deal with anybody at this point? How how could it go bad? I mean, usually this is the player asking for too much. That doesn't make any sense. Did you see how it ended last year, though, in Baltimore? It wasn't really pretty. What do you mean? In with Crabtree, as far as his production and what have you. Oh, yeah. Well, he's at the end of his career. He is, yeah. So he should like but, whatever they offer him. Yep. He should. But who are we to say? He's These guys are proud. He's made a lot of money over the course of his career. So if, so if he wants to bail, he bails. So Crabtree, San Francisco, Oakland, Baltimore, were those three teams that he, he was pretty good on Oakland too, from what I remember. Yeah, he was decent, and uh, but the 49ers was decent. I, I, did he live up to his potential, though? No, he did not. He did, did not, yeah. I agree. I think that's fair. And then, uh, so what, what, will, what, is, what is Hard Knocks looking like tonight? Like, what's the main storyline with Hard Knocks? The, uh, the cutting of... I guess it's Chris Freddie Warren? Kitchens, right? The, the whole like unnamed sources or, or what have you. You'll fire them if and Bob Wiley, the former offensive line coach. I think that's making. Wait a rounds. second. Oh, they're on the they're with the Raiders now. Oh no, the the the, the Browns. I was th- th- thought you were referring to last year's hard. No, knocks. no, no, no. Hard report. knocks this year's oh. hard knocks this oh, year with the Raiders. I guess. Why? What happened Browns last year? What, what do you What are you talking about with last year? Oh, I'm, Don I'm Banks, the, the late Don Banks. Did, did you read yes. his article? The last one he had, he talked about hard knocks and and uh, Hugh Jackson and Todd Harley and and how much of a distraction it was and um, all that jazz. And then Bob Wiley, who was uh, one of the offensive line coaches. Yeah, I, yeah, he was the one that. Kept well, he saying, came uh, out. Uh, yeah, yeah, he made made some some um, comments and stuff like that. So that was like making the rounds or what have you. But um, Bob Wiley's no longer with Cleveland. Nope. No. Hmm. Is he with anyone? No. Hmm. Former coach. Yep. A lot of people liked him. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that this is uh, you know, it's Gruden time tonight. This should, should be good. I would say that the they picked a I'm good team to do to it. it. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with Gruden. Yeah, he should be a character. So looking forward to. Yeah, it. Gruden knows how to how to play it up for the TV. He's been on Monday Night Football for fourteen years or something like that. He's on a long time. So that'll be some good TV tonight. Let's see what else is happening in the NFL before we talk to Joe Pizapia coming up here in a couple of minutes. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jarek McKinnon activated off the physically unable to perform list. Okay, so now we're in business with McKinnon in my one league that I have him in so far. I was a big believer in McKinnon going into last year, man. I thought he was going to be good. But now I don't know. Guys coming off these injuries I'm always a little wary of. And given the fact that they have two other solid running backs there. Tevin Coleman. I like Breida better than all of them. I know you do. You love Breida. I do. I'm a big Breida guy. Okay. I mean, you got to think uh, Tevin Coleman's going to have a lot of, you know, carries and, and, and what have you there. Especially the, the athletics. Backfield. And speaking of San Francisco, the athletics, Matt Barrows doesn't consider Marquise Goodwin a lock to make the 53-man roster. Or What? <laughs> what? I have Richie James, too. Okay, well, that's not terrible. But, man, Goodwin's he's like an important piece for me, I think, this year. See, I go into a year in a dynasty league thinking I'm going to have a big year, and now here I am, and my my team's getting crapped all, and all over. That's, that's not the way that I wanted to start off. 
I make the mistake of doing these drafts and listening to anybody doing a draft before August. Like, somebody should just punch me in the face next time somebody asks. And I say yes. Speaking of which, this Friday we're going to have our college fantasy football draft. And the participants are lining up, Sean. If you want your spot in it, you better call it right now. Yes, I want a spot. Yes, count me in. Because John Lobb is in it. I am in it. Gray Albright is in it. He's never done a college football draft before, so he will just make fun of it. Uh, Howard Bender is going to be in it. The participants are lining up like around the corner from my house to try and get in this thing. Joe Pizapia, will he be in it? I don't know. We'll talk to him next. You're listening to FNTSY, and this is Fantasy Sports Today. Our good friend Joe P joins us next. Don't go away. money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really worked. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400. It's a safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Full-time fantasy. 
I had like several players on my list that I thought could play themselves into a big role. I thought about Philip Lindsay, but I didn't pick him. I was thinking about Cole Beasley, a couple other players. I eventually settled on Antonio Callaway, and I dropped him before he had a couple big games. I think I wound up getting him back, possibly. But, but and you know, it's easy. People could have said, oh, it's a 20th round pick, last pick in the draft. Who cares? No, man, it matters. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. It is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you until 2 o'clock, and then we'll turn it over to full-time fantasy. It is uh, great to be with you as well as my next guest, of course. You can follow on Twitter at JoePizzapia17. Joe Pizzapia and the Fantasy Black Book, best-selling as always, and he joins me here on the show once again. Joe, good afternoon. Thanks for coming on. How are you? Good afternoon, Mr. Mish. How the hell are you? Oh, I'm doing well. I'm just uh, done with this uh, Raz Bowl, uh, Raz Bowl uh, draft. I'm looking yeah. forward to some others. And uh, were you? I, I thought I saw some pictures of you involved in the draft this weekend. Am I right or wrong about that? Uh, I was indeed. I was in the uh, Super Flex Flex League, which is a lot of uh, a lot of flexing. There's a whole lot of flexing. It was like a pose down towards the end of it. It got ugly. I saw. Uh, I saw towards the end there. But no, it was uh, it was great. Somehow I don't know, but that rumor allowed me to get DeAndre Hopkins, Pat Mahomes, and uh, Andrew Luck in a super flex. So I don't know how they allowed that to happen. But that was oh, super flex. I'm pretty, yeah, super flex. So I'm, so it was not only flex, but it was the super flex flex league. So very happy about that start for sure. Okay. So, so let's, let's kind of go through that real quick. So the, the super flex for people who may not understand are, uh, that's, that's, you can start two quarterbacks or you should start two quarterbacks in that league. Is that right? Correct. It's uh two quarter. Well, you really should because of the way the point totals work out. So there's actually a regular flex spot, which is wide receiver, tight end, or running back. And then you have the super flex where you can play anything, including quarterback there, not obviously defense or anything like that. But um, usually you tend to want to have the two quarterbacks in that spot because they tend to outscore most of those other guys. And really, when you think about it, super flex should be the new standard kind of format because when you realize that the quarterback is the most important position, most valued position in the NFL, it tends to be one of the highest scoring positions in most fantasy scoring systems anyway, and yet we only utilize one in most 12-team leagues. It's kind of a waste. They're just basically rotting on the waiver wire. Yeah, and I think that that's always important to know and understand the different formats. So uh, Pat Mahomes obviously is very, very high uh, draft pick in that format. Do you, do you, what's your kind of theory on the quarterbacks this year, and, and how do you subscribe to taking quarterbacks early lately? What are your thoughts on that? Well, you, if you're a single quarterback league, I think this year you're in an extraordinary position to do very well with value at quarterback. I would, I don't mind being the first person to go in the fifth round or fourth round, even possibly in the late fourth round with a guy like Mahomes or Luck. Uh, I'm not the biggest Rodgers guy personally. I think as the age is starting to, you know, creep up on him a little bit. But I think if you're not going to have that advantage, and there is a clear advantage, I think, with Luck and with Mahomes, after that, <clears throat> to me, it's, it's a no-brainer to wait. You're getting a great value this year on Cam Newton. You're getting fantastic value with guys like Carson Wentz. Uh, you're getting value even when you're talking about just from the sheer data points of a guy like Kirk Cousins or Jared Goff. Yes, I know. Sometimes it's not pretty. I get it. Sometimes you watch the games. You go, what the hell are you doing? Why are you throwing the ball there? Or how could you miss that open guy on the other side and not even look at him? But it doesn't matter at the end of the day in fantasy. All you want is the points. And those guys in those offenses put up points. And I think that's that's the big thing to keep in mind. Plus, you've got this crop of young quarterbacks where you got the Josh Allens, you got Lamar Jackson, you got Kyler Murray, all of which are probably going to be very, very useful in terms of using their legs. And we'll see what 
develops in terms of their pocket passing ability in years one and two respectively. But for me, when I'm looking at this group this year, it is absolutely time to wait. And I'll tell you that, another guy too, a veteran like Matt Ryan, who kind of gets lost in the shuffle. Two out of the last three years, he had almost 5,000 passing yards, and nobody mm-hmm. seems to want to care about it. And he is a fantastic guy. You get probably ninth round or something like that. Joe Pizzapia is with us, and you can purchase the Black Book right now on uh, on Amazon or wherever you, you buy your purchases in terms of books. You can also hear Joe on not just on my show but on his podcast as well, and you follow him on Joe Pizzapia17. Uh, Joe, uh, you know, finishing out the quarterback conversation, uh, Sam Darnold is someone – that I'm curious about what you think that your projection and where the black book sees him this year. I know he kind of finished the season strong five touchdowns or so, no interceptions, and then played in week 17. It didn't go particularly well for him, but it looked like he made some progressions. Do you believe in that? Do you think with the addition of Le'Veon Bell, he can be better? Those those quarterbacks sometimes jump from year one to year two pretty significantly. Is he one of those for you? Well, I I'm certainly think that he's in a situation where he has that opportunity. Now, whether or not he does that, we all know. We, we look into crystal balls and we hope. But I do think the best thing they could have done was to give him that little break last year. They called it an injury. I will be suspect forever that it was an injury. I think they just needed to get him off for a couple of weeks, let him clear his head, and kind of get back to the basics. Because I think it's very overwhelming sometimes. for you know Not every young quarterback comes into the league and has a success of Russell Wilson or Andrew Luck or some of the other guys we've seen recently. So I think it was good to kind of give him a little setback here. And he was much more efficient with the football. Darnold's problem was turnovers. In the beginning of the year, the turnovers just ate him alive. Uh, I like the fact that Darnold's aggressive. I like the fact that Robbie Anderson, I think, can be a pretty decent wide receiver one for him on that uh, roster. And having a weapon like Le'Veon Bell, look, I understand everyone's concerned with Adam Gates. And it's warranted. He's been a disaster for running backs in the past. However, the flip side of that coin is he's never had a weapon as talented as Le'Veon Bell. And Bell seems very, very motivated. He's got a lot of right things in camp he said a lot of right things seems like he's ready to show up there and do the work so if that's the case I think that Bell is that perfect guy to that pressure off Darnold as long as they continue to get the football in his hands and I would say as a second quarterback I feel I would feel better about Darnold in a super flex as my third quarterback than as my second but if you had a fantastic roster and he was your second and that's just how the board happened I think he might be one of these guys that could progress and at least become a very viable QB2, where some guys might even bottom out or lose their jobs, like you know the Josh Rosen situations and the Eli Manning situation. We're talking to Joe Pizzapia, and you can follow him on Twitter at JoePizzapia17. Joe will stick with us, not just for this segment, but for another one as well. I always am interested in when you do a league such as a Superflex, I don't know that that's a great indication, Joe, as to most of like the standard leagues that I think that people play in. So that being said, are, are you seeing any kind of trends lately in average draft position in leagues that you're playing in or mock drafts or anything over in your rankings? No, absolutely. Well, first of all, you're seeing um, certainly guys like Le'Veon Bell get a little faded down there. You know, a lot of negativity surrounding him in terms of the Adam Gase equation in there. And uh, now you're starting to see a guy like Ezekiel Elliott even going from one or two, now he's going clearly four, and now some people are starting to get a little itchy. But in terms of some of the bigger names, too, A.J. Green, that value has gone way down. So he's going in that wide receiver three grouping right now because I think a lot of people are just afraid how he returns into this injury. Is he back week two or is he back week 12? And I think that's a big problem right now. Nobody seems to have a clear path. and hasn't been a lot of information, and that's scared some guys off. You see a guy like Kenyon Drake with all the Kalen Balazs news going on, too, now, Drake's a guy that I always feel like talent wins out. We just had Emery Hunt on the Black Book this week, and we were talking about the same thing, and he said the same thing I did, which is Drake is by far the more talented back. 
<clears throat> this might be a situation where it starts out as a timeshare and then Drake eventually just takes over by the time we turn the page into October. And if that happens, and I believe it to happen too, then you're getting an even bigger discount on a guy like Drake. Uh, in terms of other guys falling too, a lot of it, you know, right now, the, those Giants wide receivers, as they should have been faded anyway, strong fades happening there in terms of ADP with the suspension of Tate, with the injury to Shepard, with the looming quarterback change potentially this year. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff going on right now. So in terms of guys falling, those are definitely guys who are falling right now. In terms of guys rising, guys like Christian Kirk are rising as the Kyler Murray buzz starts to heat up. That's a guy that a lot of people like in full point PPRs, and I think there's reason to like him there for sure. Uh, and you're also getting a lot of buzz too as uh, you know that tight end situation too with those wide receivers out in New York. Evan Ingram seems to be getting a jump as well. Now, I don't know if I love that because I'm still worried about what happens when you come to week eight, week nine of that season. But at the same time, if you think that he's going to be the guy that's going to see more targets because of it, it certainly makes sense. Joe, you mentioned Ezekiel Elliott, and this is bumming me out in a big way because I'm not sure what I'm going to do. He's one of my main keepers in a contract league that I have. What do you do? I mean, you're at pick five, pick six of the fantasy draft. If he's there, do you pull the trigger? Are you aggressive? Are you conservative? What's your plan? Well, I took him over one uh, one one overall in that Raz Bowl that we just talked about. Oh, so yeah, I felt yeah. I, I felt like he was going to get paid a week ago. I was like, look, he's going to get paid. I still say he's going to get paid. The difference between this and the Le'Veon Bell situation last year was one thing we know about Jerry Jones is he likes his stars. Okay, this is a guy that likes to have marquee names in there. And I'll be honest with you, I, I think if you go back and you look at those games and look there. If we're doing this, then they're doing this as an organization. Go back and look at the games Dak Prescott played without Zeke Elliott when he was on suspension or injured, mm-hmm. and they were not pretty. Those were not pretty games at all. Look at the difference when Elliott is on that field. It is significant bump in the terms of points, in terms of yardage, in terms of everything. So for me, I look at this as they will get a deal done. If he sits out the entire preseason, who cares? That's not a problem at all. You know, Playing in the preseason can only do bad things as far as I'm concerned for a guy like Elliott. So – I'm still cautiously optimistic. I don't think it's going to be a situation kind of like Le'Veon Bell. However, I do think Melvin Gordon is closer to that Le'Veon Bell sitting out of season than Ezekiel Elliott is because I think at the end of the day, it comes down to the organization more than the player. And I think Dallas is the organization that wants those marquee guys, wants the stars. Elliott's that star. They know when they're successful. It's because Elliott's on the field. It's not because of Dak Prescott. So I think that eventually they're just going to try to push and push so they get the best deal they possibly can. And good for these guys to get paid because the CBA does not favor running backs, and it's it's not fair. And you know what? These guys take a lot of damage. It's brutal. It's a tough game, and they deserve to get paid. Joe Pizzapia with some strong stuff there, an owner of Zeke Elliott like me. Hopefully it will work out for all of us. I, I will say this. He probably doesn't need to play a lot in the preseason, Joe, but I will be really concerned if he's not there in two weeks. Like, I, I think at that point, and Are again... Are you mo- saying he's not running on the beach in Mexico? Are you saying I, he's I, not I'm going to be worried. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I have no worry. I'm, I agree. I'm more worried about Gordon than I am him. But talk to me on the 20th of August, and if he's still not there, I'm going to be worried. Yeah, I'm, At that point, I'm going to be concerned. All right, uh, we got a lot of time to go until then. And speaking of which, Joe has agreed to give us some of his precious time coming up next to talk about... Some of the rookies in fantasy, how the Black Book views some playing time. There's some people that feel in fantasy this year the rookies are worthless. There's some people that feel that there are some gems. Or maybe Joe is somewhere in the middle. So we'll get that conversation next. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FNTSY Radio. Download this show 
on iTunes. Also, you can hear it on Stitcher and wherever podcasts are heard. One of the interesting ways that I listened to FNTSY the other day was on DirecTV pulling up the iHeartRadio app, typing in FNTSY, and then you can listen to us live on your TV. Like an old school way of doing things, but hey, the more the merrier. We'll take a quick time out. We'll be back with more of Joe Pizzapi on FNTSY, FST after this. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What is your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Rain dance. Make it rain. The rumor is what they're saying is that he's under strict guidelines from Brian Flores Fitzpatrick to do just that and challenge Rosen and to okay. kind of lie to. So that seems to be the feeling down there that Flores okay. has got Fitzpatrick being the douche elder uh, in yeah. the crew and trying to push him that way. Weekdays, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you along with Joe Pizzapia in the house. And Joe Pizzapia's Black Book is out right now. You can purchase it. It's one of the top-ranked fantasy football publications of the fall. You want to get involved and see what RPV is all about, make sure you go over to Amazon 
and purchase it right now. Okay, so uh, Joe, getting back into just some generic conversation that we'll have here in, in fantasy, it would appear every year, if you kind of go back and look at the last 10 years, you're finding a rookie to take in the first round, the second round, the third round of a 12-team league. Of course, Barkley was the big name last year, but it always feels like there's that guy that goes very high, and, and usually it's a running back, and usually even when a running back doesn't go very high, you can find some value. Uh, I feel like because of what happened last year, maybe some people are scared off a little bit at, at, at the rookies, and that's not normal for fantasy football. Normally in fantasy football, there is a rookie running back that comes out of nowhere and ends up having a great year. But Rashad Penny, Royce Freeman, Ronald Jones, none of them really panned out last year. Ellie, or uh, uh, Barkley was there. Darius Geis. <laughs> yeah. Throw him in that mix. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, he, he didn't even play a game. So what, what, do you, uh, what do you make of this year's crop? Is it just that people are scared off from recency bias, or legitimately is there not a lot of value in any of these rookies this year? Well, I'll say this. There isn't a Saquon or a Zeke Elliott or one of those kind of guys this year. And what I, what you are seeing is absolutely a bit of a market correction, and it should be because I think last year people were a little too bullish. And if you drafted in the beginning of August as opposed to mid to late August, it was a very different scope in terms of value of guys like Penny and guys like Freeman and Ronald Jones, all those guys. So uh, what happened was that all the hype, all the overcoverage that happens in fantasy sports sometimes because they're new and because people want to talk about them because they're new – it inflates the ADP, and it shouldn't be. And I think this year, the ADP on the top two rookies, which, which let's be honest, it's Montgomery with the Bears and it's Jacobs with the Raiders. It's correct. It's where it should be. I think it's it's exactly right. And look, had they gone to more high-profile offensive teams, perhaps it would be a little different. But the fact that it's you know still two offenses that you know have a, a room to grow. Let's put it to you that way. So I think they're going perfectly fine. I like both of them this year because I think they are very good return on investments. I like that Montgomery has Tariq Cohen still in that offense because I think Montgomery is a very good complement. He's a much better version of Jordan Howard. That would be the way I'd describe David Montgomery. So a better, younger version of Jordan Howard and his role in the offense. And if that's the case, if he can do a little bit better than Jordan Howard last year, that's a great return on investment in his ADP currently. And then going with Jacobs, a lot of people have different things about Jacobs. Some people will say, oh, it's tough because Jacobs is one of these guys that didn't carry the workload. And some people say that's a positive because he has a little less wear and tear on him. Me, I think it's going to be fine. I mean, we take, it's like this kid didn't run the hell out of the football when he played when he was 15 years old, when he was 18 years old and 17 years old in high school. Of course he did. And he probably used them all over the place. And the fact that he can't carry a workload is just crazy. Okay, So I would take that equation out of it. How good is Oakland going to be? I think better when you add a piece like Antonio Brown, there's no way they can really be worse. So when you're looking across the board there, I think the ADP is appropriate for them. And then you got some other guys. You got guys like Devin Singletary with the Bills, who I personally believe is going to be one of these guys you want to take later in drafts. Whether or not he comes out of camp with the job, I don't know. <clears throat> but all the buzz has been very, very positive. That's a good thing. And on top of that, you look at the guys around him in front of him, Frank Gore is 127 years old, and there's only so much longer he can be doing that. TJ Yeldon is TJ Yeldon. And really, I think there's a better chance that they, LaShawn McCoy opens up the season with another team than he does with Buffalo. So when you put all those equations right now, Singletary is a great running back to take towards the end of drafts, and you take him as an asset. You don't take him as a he's opening the season guy. You take him as a let's see if we get into the first six weeks of the season and things start to progress forward. And if it does, I think you're going to see real opportunity for guys like that. With the wide receivers, it's a little spotty. The wide receivers did not go to great places for their value or their respective talents. 
even a guy like Nikhil Harry, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm not putting a lot of fantasy value in because his ADP is very similar to guys like Cortland Sutton, who are second-year players. And I think anytime you're a second-year player or even a third-year player who's still grubbing, look at Tyler Boyd, for God's sakes, last year, that's always a better investment than a first-year player. So right now I think the rookies are appropriately uh, going. We'll see how long that lasts. We all know there's only one highlight reel, right? Right, Mishy? You get that one big highlight catch in camp, and next thing oh, you know, yeah. ADP mm-hmm. shoots up two more rounds with that, and it goes viral. So keep uh, keep a close eye on the uh, highlight reels on Twitter. Yeah, and, and I, that's that's always the, the big part of it, and trying to figure out what are just highlights and, and what is legit in terms of fantasy. Um, you know, one player in my rookie draft I'd love to get your opinion on, and, and really I think he's more for the future than maybe this year, but... You mentioned Kyler Murray, and Joe, like the new coach in Arizona, Cliff Kingsbury, this is a very big wild card. We've seen coaches come in with a high pedigree in terms of offense and have a lot of success, like Sean McVay. We've also seen coaches in the past, like Steve Spurrier, completely fall flat. And and then again, there's some coaches that fall in the middle. Do you think that Kingsbury is going to open up this offense and have success offensively from a fantasy perspective? And so would my Andy Isabella pick be a good one? Or, is, <laughs> or, or simply put, is it just all about Fitzgerald and uh, and Christian Kirk again this year? I think it's all about Fitzgerald and Kirk. Fitzgerald is not that removed from consecutive 100-catch seasons. And Fitzgerald hasn't shown a bunch of wear and tear where he you think he's done. Kirk is another guy I mentioned earlier that I think is certainly worth a lot of attention. I've already owned a lot of shares. Isabella, for me, personally, I didn't see it. I didn't get that pick. It did make sense to me. And as far as Kingsbury goes, yeah, he's going to want to open it up. Because if he doesn't open up this offense and get it moving quickly, the offensive line is going to open it up for him, like like a giant hole in the middle. And they were the worst offensive line last year in football. I don't think that got markedly better, and that's my that's my trouble. Yes, the pace will help a bad offensive line because you hope that a little of that is about conditioning and then it becomes about fatigue of the defense, and then you can have success as the game goes on. But it's also in terms of efficiency, too, and protecting a smaller quarterback, and I think that the last thing you want is, an op- is a situation where you're running so many plays that really expose a young quarterback who's on the smaller side to getting absolutely just kind of driven into the ground. That could be very, very dangerous. This is going to be one of those sink or swim kind of situations. And looking at fantasy, for me, Kyler Murray is much more of a long-term investment if you want to make that investment in quarterback because he is going to use his legs. And from a fantasy perspective, he's going to be probably decent enough that way. But in redraft leagues, I think there's way too much love for him going on right now. And it's just not necessary at the quarterback position in most leagues. Joe Pizapia is with us, and we're breaking down not just uh, rookies, but also some different teams, some fantasy as well. Uh, let's let's go real quick to uh, my producer Sean's favorite team, the Buffalo Bills, and they drafted the uh, kid Singletary from Florida Atlantic, who I saw Joe play a ton in college, and some extreme breakaway speed. He had rushing games of like 200 and 300, and there is some scuttle that there's a chance that LaShawn McCoy could get cut right before the season starts. Now, look, I haven't gone and done a deep dive as to some players that the day before the season that we draft aren't even going to be on teams, and you know that's going to happen. I mean, there are going to be a couple of guys that are cut. Does McCoy fall in line with a possibility there of that? You think they go with Gore and, uh, and, and, and go with Devin Singletary, or do you think McCoy ends up being the guy on this team? What do you think? Well, as I said a couple minutes ago about Singletary, that's the guy for me that I think late in rounds you could pick up and have be that guy. I don't see Gore as being an issue. I think McCoy will be the guy who probably ends up on another team. I just think it's time. They've been, they, they probably wanted to get rid of him last year, and they've had a lot of other extracurricular issues with him over the last couple of years. And it would not shock me to see him reunite. 
Cincinnati with Andy Reid too, because I don't think Andy Reid is very happy with what he's got right now at running back. I think if you if you ask Andy Reid honestly, I don't think he's very happy with Damian Williams right now. A lot of the supports are negative. I don't think he loves Carlos Hyde. I don't think Darwin Thompson's ready. So for me, I think that that's a real likely scenario. But Singletary to me is is the perfect guy you draft and stash, and you have to have the patience for it. You have to say, okay, this guy might not be useful for six weeks, but what he's got in front of him isn't enough, and the Bills are making a really, you know, those defensively are pretty darn good. Uh, Josh Allen last year, it might not have always been pretty, but, man, that guy can make plays, and, and he, he brings a lot of intensity, and they play with a lot of emotion. They got much better at the receiving core with adding John Brown with a real deep threat there. Uh, a guy like Cole Beasley, who is very, very able and could be that safety blanket in the slot that really Allen didn't have last year. He's in a situation to be much better, and if that's the case, then a guy like Singletary can really – uh, make some headway in the second half of the year. And if you don't end up drafting him, he's the perfect guy to watch if somebody drops and add him or make a trade for on the cheap somewhere in September or October. Joe, let's uh, let's wrap up with a couple of more things and um, and let's go over to the Baltimore Ravens for a minute. It looks like a completely new offense. Uh, you know, let's talk about Lamar Jackson running the ball a lot. Ingram is there. I mean, they finally solidified that running back spot. Boy, Alex Collins was my bust of the year last year. I ended up with him in a couple leagues. What do you make of Baltimore this year? I don't think that anybody really has a feel for how the offense is going to be distributed there. Are there players to own and not own on the Ravens? Uh, well, look, I, I think Lamar Jackson is an own, especially in two quarterback formats of any kind, because – Again, might not always be pretty. It doesn't matter. What's the point total? And the guy is special. He's a special athlete. And I don't think that he is that much farther away. I think him and Josh Allen are basically neck and neck, yet everybody loves Josh Allen to take a step forward, but not Lamar Jackson this year, which I don't understand. So if you're getting Jackson cheaper, I think that's great. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of Mark Ingram. I think we forget that before Kamara came that Mark Ingram is a guy who can catch the football. Mark Ingram is not bereft of talent. And you know what? He's a guy that can be a workhorse. Peyton just didn't like him because of the style of offense that they wanted to run in New Orleans. It wasn't, it wasn't so much Ingram's fault so much as Sean Payton saw the world differently in terms of offense, and Ingram was a guy that didn't always fit the way he wanted to operate that offense. Mark Ingram fits exactly what the Ravens want to do but haven't been able to do because they didn't have the personnel. So I'm not buying the Gus Edwards. I'm not buying all the other guys here that they have still on this roster. They brought in Mark Ingram to be that guy. I think you're going to love the value he brings you in standard leagues. I think at PPR, he's going to surprise you. I think he's going to catch 40-something balls this year easily. And I do believe that this is going to be a very run-heavy offense, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. And I think those are the two pieces you want. Outside of that, it's real tough. It, it, it is. I just don't feel like you can get uh, – if you want to take a shot on Andrews at tight end, that's one of those guys maybe too that has a little upside. We always see young quarterbacks who like to – favor the tight end a little bit because they see that well you know it's it's just easier to check down sometimes at the tight end so andrews has some appeal especially in 14 team leagues but i'm gonna let most of these receivers go to me it's lamar jackson it's mark ingram and it's easy joe uh real quick a minute to go uh tell us where we can buy the uh fantasy black book this year well craig miss you can go buy the fantasy football black book 2019 over on amazon you can get the paperback version and also you can get the cheat sheets as well um, you can get it for Kindle, and you can get it on iTunes as well if you like your iPad or you want to sit by the pool and you don't want the actual book. But we are uh, now five straight weeks, number one at Fantasy Sports. 
in that genre over on Amazon, which is stunning. We are number two in football books on Amazon. Uh, been fantastic uh, to be a part of uh, this growth. And next year will be 10 years of the Black Book. So we're going to have special things next year. So we're very, very pleased and very grateful for everybody out there for the support. And people must be having uh, success with relative position value because they keep coming back and we keep growing every year. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that's that's the big thing. People win, they buy, and that's the key. Joe, thanks again for coming on, spending all the time with me you did today. Really appreciate it. Always a good time to talk to my good friend, Craigie Mish. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. I know that we're not there yet, but enjoy the preseason. <laughs> oh, no. no. I wish well, we were. God, let's move it. <laughs> I know. We'll talk, we'll talk next week, Joe. Thanks again for coming on. Really you got it, brother. Take care. All right, uh, let's take our final time out. We got Exit Velocity coming up next. I got a semi-hot take, I think, to get to, and then we're going to turn it over to full-time fantasy coming up at the top of the hour. That's 2 o'clock Eastern. Uh, Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at FNTSY Radio. A lot of great stuff going on at SportsGrid and beyond. You want to be a part of it, make sure that you find our family, fantasysportsnetwork.com. Uh, that's what we do. That's how we do it. So uh, we got, uh, I, I think, a really fun show coming up next, 2 o'clock uh, Adam Rodas, Dr. Roto, full-time fantasy, always giving you the accurate information and analysis as it pertains to fantasy football. And uh, for all the gambling info, too, Fantasy Sports Network, Sports Grid, we're doing it all. We're covering it all. And tonight, speaking of which, you can catch me on my live stream doing college football totals over at wageralarm.com with my good friend Howard Bender. Let's take a final timeout. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD, plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. 
You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and in school. They need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish here with you as we'll uh, be here until 2 o'clock Eastern, then turn it over to full-time fantasy. Can't wait to get into the discussion more fantasy football. All I do is listen to uh, our shows all day long, and then I'm going to listen to Sean's preview Coming up on the Bears, right, later today? Can't wait to hear that preview. That is uh, Watch that Bears. over on YouTube. I'll be working now. It's like I have a 24-7 schedule. I mean, just because baseball and football and everything else. Hey, let's end this show so we can get out of here for today. We can all go about our business with a little exit velocity. I feel the need. The need for speed. Exit velocity. Nice velocity. All right, Dallas Morning News update. They say that holdout Ezekiel Elliott has not told the Cowboys that he will sit out the season. I mean, come on, just get this over with already. Do we really have to go through this for the entire preseason, please? It's bad enough we have to deal with Melvin Gordon. Do we really have to do Ezekiel Elliott also? Both guys? I mean, can't we just have some clarity? Uh, there's Look, you know what's going to happen in the next few weeks. Let me give you a little hint. Someone else is going to get hurt. I'm sorry to say. I don't mean to be a downer. Someone else is going to get hurt. Somebody else that you're going to draft in August is not going to play in September. We cannot afford money to get in the way of our fantasy football championships, please. So I would ask Ezekiel Elliott if you could please just sign your contract. You don't have to do it now. Wait another week if you want. Wait another two weeks if you want. But just before the season, don't make this harder than it needs to be. Get it done. Be done. And let's get you in the first round in a fantasy football draft. Indeed, that is what I want and what I need. I cannot go through another losing season that I had in my uh, contract league. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't go six and uh, six and seven. Unacceptable for me. Got to at least be five hundred. That'll do it for our show today. Thanks to everybody who listened for sure. Thanks again to Sean for producing this program. We'll be back again tomorrow. Make sure you catch Sean's shows later today. Uh, check out fantasysportsnetwork.com. You can check out the full schedule as to everything we have going on here and over on YouTube as well. Thanks again to Joe Pizzapia and Joe Frazaro for appearing on the show. And I will talk to you tomorrow at noon. Looking forward to it. And have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Enjoy full-time fantasy. They're coming up next. See ya.